You're listening to the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network, covering and creating all things creepy. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Welcome to another episode of Stay Haunted. Well, I'm Sarah. Welcome. I'm Ashley. Oh, wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. And uh, before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to my husband, Joe, who actually made the cool little theme song for Stay Haunted. And it's a little, it's quite a jam. Thank you, Joe. Love you. Thanks Thank for doing you. that, even though I forced you to. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Anyway, so Ashley and I went to Six Flags Magic Mountains Fright Fest, and we didn't die. We didn't die, and we didn't melt. We didn't melt. My feet didn't fall off. Like, lots of, lots, we were better at it than our, yeah, our inaugural 2019 was our first visit there, and we (laughs) learned a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's a very big place. Uh, very big. Yeah. One of the, one of the big things we're not scared of, like we are, but you know, we're going to use the show to not only let you know how it was, but to share our tips of going the first year that we went to going this year and what we learned and how much we improved and things to do and not to do. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's your first year Perfect. going, you won't die your first year going and be like, I don't know if I want to do this again. Like we'll we'll show you how to make it easy. Exactly. Ashley, what's the first tip we have for right after when you park? After you park, do not get impatient. Do not get bold. Do not try to walk to the park. Wait for the bus or the tram. And that's, you know, I don't know how the preferred parking is. We didn't park in preferred parking. There might, that might be close enough. We're not sure. But any general parking, including the gravel think, lot, if you think, yeah, if you think you're close enough, if you think, you, oh, that's not that far, you're wrong. Yeah. Just, just wait. <laughs> just be patient. Wait. Wait for the little tram. It won't take that long. And, and then when you're scooting on by all the people that are hoofing it, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad I'm on this tram. Saving Sarah, my feet. Sarah and I considered walking our first year because we didn't know how far it was. Mm-hmm. And we were running a little late, I think. And we ended like up usual. Yeah. <laughs> we decided to wait. Um, and it took a while. But, you know, sure enough, when we were on, it takes very quick to get there. And we passed a ton of people that were still walking that had left 20 minutes earlier. That were very grumpy when they got to the event, like the media event part yeah. we were at. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. they had walked. The park is so big and there's so much to do and so much to see. Your and there's feet, hills and stairs. Mm-hmm. Your feet are going to get a workout either way. Better to save it for the park than to exhaust yourself by the time you get into the park and your feet are already ready for rest. Exactly. So tip there. number one. Tip number one. <laughs> uh, tip number two is from me. Get yourself a pair of Crocs. 
<laughs> or similarly comfortable shoes. I f- forego the cute boots that would have gone great with my outfit, even though they're pretty comfortable. And I wore my Crocs with my little Halloween pumpkin spice gibbets in them. And I felt like I was walking on clouds all night. And I was very thankful because my feet hurt so bad at the end of the event last time we went. Yeah. Your Crocs were so cute. And also, this is not an ad, by the way. This is Sarah genuinely loving Crocs. genuinely. Yeah. I'm suggesting Crocs. Send some Crocs over over here. Some Halloween-themed ones. Pure love of Crocs. (laughs) (laughs) So another thing we learned is that your route makes a big difference in the evening. And last time we went, which was, this was 2019, because they obviously, they skipped uh, 2020. We went the opposite direction of what we should have. We started down low. We went through a bunch of stuff. And then we realized there's there's one maze that's way out there. And it's up a hill. And then you keep going. And it's the Aftermath 2 Chaos Rising maze. And it was worth it. We were happy. But we had to walk up all these stairs. And just we were like like slow waddling by the time we were getting up to that line last time. So this yeah. time we made a point to start with that maze, which I think was a great idea. It worked it, out pretty it, well for us. It really was a great idea. And Aftermath opens about, thir- at least this time, it opened 30 minutes later than Yeah, so it opened right? at 730. But when you get, like, you can enjoy some scare zones on the way over there that'll be active at 7. And it's going to take you like a half hour to get all the way out there. So get yourself a snack, get some of the photo ops in. There's that first scare zone. What is that one? Demon's door. Right yeah. when you walk in, you could take, there's like really cool things you could take pictures in front of. I would say get a snack, get some good photos, see some monsters running around and make your way over to Aftermath 2. Yeah. And let's, let's not forget, um, if, you're, if you're unfamiliar, at 7 p.m. nightly, they do Unleashed, which is at the Twisted, Twisted Colossus. They do a big unveiling nightly of all the monsters where everyone gathers. So they're not there. If you get there early, like, they're not out and about until 7. And they let them all out through the same gate. And they just come, like, pummeling through it. Yeah. It's like Bursting a full-on monster parade turns chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And then they scatter throughout the park and go to their destinations. So that's a good time, like you know, get all your video content, get some one-on-one scares in. And then like Sarah said, grab a drink, prep your feet, get some walking. Good thing is, um, like Sarah mentioned, there's a lot of hills. This kind of starts you at the end. So pros are, you're going to be getting in the line when it's at the shortest. It'll probably be all night. And that yes. line gets the longest. Of, yeah, it of gets really all long. Lines. Um, and then throughout the rest of the night, you're kind of working your way down the hill, which again, pro tip, because your feet are like, thank you for working with thank me. Thank you. Enough. I don't want to be going up now. I'd be like to be going down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we started the night as far as mazes were concerned with Aftermath 2 Chaos Rising. It is a an apocalypse-themed, um, big set pieces, pyro... <laughs> It felt uh, a little bit sparse as far as scare actors, but I know that everyone's having a hard time getting, like, hiring enough scare actors right now, too, like all of the different haunts are. Uh, The ones that were there were 
we're taking it seriously. And we liked that maze last time too, uh, just because it's big. Like you're not, it's not built inside, like jammed inside a building. It's just outside with like big set pieces and a huge police station that has, like I said, pyro shooting out of it. So that it's just fun because it feels like a very large scale. It, it to, to me, the closest thing, because it doesn't feel like any other mazes. It, well, first off, it's not like any other mazes at Fright Fest. No, not at it all. It feels closest in resemblance if you're comparing it to like Universal's backlot when you're walking through with the plane and the, and that, like mm -hmm. when you're walking through the sets, like it feels like that. It's the only other thing that's kind of that big, large, you're walking through full-size buildings. Yeah, and, cars, like yeah. vehicles, like full-size vehicles uh, it's, it's that honk super, at you. <laughs> it's super, yeah, it's super impressive. It's super eerie and creepy, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I yeah, feel like we like, didn't get as many, like, jump scares or, like, it wasn't the scare factor for that one, in my opinion. It was just more, it was, like, a really good atmosphere. Yeah. And they have audio that starts and you're waiting in the line that's, like, kind of, like, like we're going to be evacuating you and this is the plan. Ah, like, it gets you kind of in the mood before you even get into the maze. So Yeah, it's very much like apocalypse meets zombie meets, like, I don't rescue even know. Rescue mission. Yeah, rescue mission. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun, though. And it's if even if you, for some reason, didn't like it you're like very immersed in the scenery. So it's still a good time. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. So we started our evening out with that one. And then we maneuver. There's two mazes that end up, they're kind of close to each other. And they're also by Exile Hill, which is a scare zone, which Ashley, I know you were, you were bringing up. Um, we didn't actually get to see Innocence Willoughby this year, unfortunately. No. And she's so cool. She's like, my favorite scare actor there and definitely like the iconic Fright yeah. Fest scare actor. So she usually is lurking around the second maze we went to, which is Willoughby's Resurrected. Uh, that was, that was fun. That one's like a haunted house theme, like kind of like your, tr like your traditional, like creepy spooky house. And I don't know if there was some really cool set design in that one. Yeah. I really liked that one. Like I, it's always it's always interesting to see how places pull off ghost stuff because mm -hmm. it's hard to pull off. You know yeah. what I mean? It's all kind of illusion based, um, and you know they they had some set set items that like weren't working properly, so it kind of took you out of the experience That's a little true. bit. Yeah, it looked um, like some like, and it was also earlier in the evening. Hopefully, they fix yeah. that later for the yeah, for the rest of the patrons. But, um, but yeah, then they had a, a ton of other pieces that were just like really cool and, you know. And the, I could see some additions from the last time we had been through the maze uh, that I liked. And it was, it seemed like it was what, sponsored by Ghost Hunters or had to um, do with them? Because yeah, there was like, Ghost Hunters posters and scenes in it. It had something to do. Let me see. I have the yeah, map here. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Tober. It was sponsored by Ghost Tober. Okay. Because I saw like, Ghost Adventures. I saw yep. Ghost Hunters. I saw a few other, but there were a ton of posters with ghost-related shows on there. That yeah. must be what it is. So Ghost Tober. Oh, cool! Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun, just like a little addition to it. Like, I mean, not I guess not Easter eggs. So you don't really have to look that hard, but you could kind of yeah. see little things like around, be like, oh, hey, and then but it's, it's really, pop out. So I love when people mix like 
fantasy storylines with real storylines though. Cause as like a, someone experiencing it, you're like, Ooh, fantasy, fantasy. Wait a minute. I know that. And it yeah, kind of like, yeah, it kind of brings you bit. back into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that one was really fun. And I like that whole area. They had a scare zone in between that. So they had exile Hill area and they also had uh, something called the dead zone, which is new. Yes. That was over there. And that was fun. It was like, um, what was it? Mute, mute, mutation, ne- neon mutation monsters. I don't know. <laughs> it had like neon yeah. lights and like bright um, black light kind of stuff going on. Like, like canisters of like, it looked like um, toxic. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that one was fun. That was new and it was really bright and just kind of, it was vibrant and fun. And there was a lot of kids screaming. Yeah, that was, that was literally, you took the words right out of my mouth. Because obviously, um, so that scare zone, at least when we walked through, it was one that was just a walkthrough scare zone. It didn't have um, free roaming actors in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's very foggy. And a lot of the kids were taking it upon themselves to be scare actors within <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> and try and scare us. Scare their and, friends and scare yeah. us. And- I just... I just love how excited some it makes it like makes some of these kids and it's like yes future future yeah, future ha- future haunters like <laughs> and we're like ah good job <laughs> yeah so yeah that was that was a fun area so right after that we went to Ashley's favorite maze right Ashley yeah maybe okay so. One thing I'll say about Fright Fest is I feel like a lot of it is geared towards, well, there's a ton of teens and tweens there. Gaggles of them. Yeah, and I feel like in a way it is, it's geared towards the, that age group because they have something called Sewer of Souls, which is like basically a poop maze. Sponsored and- by M&M's. <laughs> Which I don't know why, but for me, just makes it grosser because I just think yeah, it, like, it makes it way grosser. <laughs> <laughs> but I also saw kids wearing, you know, like the poop emoji. Yeah, they had poop emoji hats on. That one was orange with like a pumpkin face, and then there was like a ghost-looking one. So it's like yeah. they were really embracing the poop emoji. Um, this old. That's like our old. That's show. the we thing. That we don't so, get poop maze. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the thing is, I love it. I hate love it. I think it's super cheesy, but also I haven't seen anyone do a sewer poop maze. That's true. I remember it, and that's the thing. I'm going to always remember Sewer of Souls because it was a poop maze. There was one part that I did really like when we we walked. I, I don't exactly remember which scene it was, but you walked in, and there were, like, little hand puppet snakes. <laughs> like- Look up! So there's a video I got. I'll have to post it on the hot list because I got punched by one in the side. I was like, film, film, film. Ah, ew. Ah. Like, yeah, just, well, like, it was just like, my face. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that was fun. I think it's genius, even though it's really disgusting. And there's a part where like there's peepholes and you're like, well, first of all, we were too short for the first peephole. So yeah, we're like we... standing on our toes trying to look in. And then there were shorter ones. And so we're trying to peek in and you can kind of just see into the next scene. So you're like, all right. I mean, it's a kind of a spoiler, but this was also, this was here in 2019. So I feel like it's yeah. okay to talk about it. You walk around into the next scene and it's literally like toilet 
seats, toilet seats with poop all over them. So when you're peeking in, the people in the next scene are seeing you with your face inside a toilet with poop on it. <laughs> it's so gross, man. I, well, I will say that, you know, it doesn't But that's job. smart. That's fun. You, it's memorable. It's memorable. I would say first off. Thank you for not incorporating smells into that haunt. I really appreciate you not using scented yeah. fog in that we, one. We don't think they're needed and we really mm -hmm. appreciate it. But you are, and, we already have got the point. Yeah. And second, uh, you know, I think it does a really good, good job at like getting the point across. Cause like in that maze, I get very like, I don't want to touch anything. You know what I, I know. Mean? I kept saying like, like look ew. at this. And you were like, ew, yeah, like, ew. I just feel grossed out. Even though I know it's just all props, it does a good job of like making you really feel like, ugh, I'm around like all this nasty poop stuff. You know, like <laughs> nasty poop me. stuff. Don't <laughs> touch me. So I think it's like a like a it's a standout for me. Not it's not my favorite, but I love it anyway. Like I would say, if you're going to go to Fright Fest, make sure you do Sewer of Souls because it's it's memorable. And, and it's fun. Usually a short line for it. Yeah, there is. Both times we've gone through it, there's been a short line. It's not too bad. And it's fun. It's like, it's got like the black lights in it too. And yeah. it's fairly vibrant. And it's vibrant, vibrant poop maze. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, why wouldn't you want to go to that? <laughs> <laughs> I would say if you're someone, like, it's a good warning for if you're someone that gets kind of grossed out easily by stuff that's not even really that kind of gross, mm -hmm. you know, maybe avoid it. But if you're like, no, just whatever, go through it. Ashley's like no. a weird, fun just thing. Just go through the poop maze. Like, yeah, you'll, you'll I'm, never I'm, have, if you don't like it, never go through it again, but you'll yeah. have gone through you're it. being a baby. Like, it's fine. Go through it. It's fine. Check it out. There's a, um, literally a, poop, a pile that looks like a pile of poop. I can't believe how many times I've just said poop on this podcast, by the way. Sorry. I apologize. a lot of times today. Yeah. There's a pile that was like up to my like my waist, I think, of like fake. If, <laughs> if you've ever seen killer clowns from outer space, when they throw the pies at the guy and he melts, yes, it's like that level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sewer souls don't miss it. So from there, we made our way down, which was great. You gotta, you gotta do that. You got to stay up high, and then you make your way down after doing oh. Sewer Souls and Willoughby's uh, Resurrected. If I could just say really quick, if you uh, just a quick thing to know, if you guys haven't been there before, um, you know, it can be a little confusing to navigate, you know, if, if you're looking at the map and, you know, figuring out where you're going. There's a lot One, of different routes to the same place. Yeah, there's a lot of different routes. And, you know, we had gone through Aftermath and we had um, an express pass for the night. So we went through Aftermath, express pass, and then we were going down. And we got in line for something else that didn't have a sign. Finding out it was another line for aftermath. It was the general <laughs> line for aftermath. It was the general admission, but there were a ton of people in line that didn't know what it was for. So make sure you know what you're in line you're for. Waiting so you don't for waste a ton of time. Um, and then we realized when we were trying to find um, to go to Willoughby's that we started going down. Down we like, before we were supposed wait, to. Wait, we need to I go wasn't going to tell on us like that, Ashley. You did a oh, story. No, but, but it's an, it's important. It's important to know because there's actually like Don't a make staircase the we made. that I think it says like to go to the ninja. 
and you want to go up the staircase and you go up the staircase and then you find the other haunt. Yeah. You just want to make sure that when you go down from aftermath, you go up the staircase towards Ninja to find the other haunts first. Yes. Otherwise, you miss And if those you haunts. get lost <laughs> and you're talking to staff members, they might direct you, be able to direct you better based on the yeah. rides. And then you could just find the ride on the map. Um, I feel like that was kind of their go-to. And I was like, I don't know the names of the rides, but I'm too embarrassed to say I don't. So uh. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. look for it. But yeah, we had a lot of fun uh, navigating our way. We were really proud of ourselves, to be honest. We did really good. Yeah, we did a good job. And so after we made our way down, back down the hill, we went through, well, our, our favorite uh, scare zone. I think it was one of my favorite parts of the whole evening, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's called Nightmares, a twist, a twisted fantasy, a twisted, a twisted fantasy, and it is also like a blacklight, twisted fairy tales, with great set pieces. I don't know. Like I just really, yeah. Oh, and the creepy stilt guy that's like on his arms and legs on stilts. He's so good. I think it was our favorite last time too. I think so. I just hope they never get rid of it because it's just so well done. And it's in a cool area that's kind of like sloping down a curve. So it's like you can't – and they ha keep it like a lot of fog. You can't really see what's um, what's going on, like what's to come. And they had some really good stilt walkers. Oh, tell the – say what that one lady said that you thought oh. was funny. <laughs> I was um, – you know, Sarah and I were walking through slowly and kind of taking photos and I saw this woman and her kid walking through because it's the scare zones in an area since it's in a pathway that regardless, you just have to walk through it if you're trying to get to another part of the park. And there was a still person coming after this woman and her kid and the kid's screaming and the woman's shielding her kid. And I just hear her like, I'm, I came during the wrong month. We need to come back during Christmas because it was very <laughs> obvious she didn't come for Fright Fest. She just came. She just happened to be there. Like, happened to be there. And she was like running out of there. She's like holding her kid under her arm. <laughs> it was, it was funny. It was and I'm sure they got, they made their way away from the scary stuff, but it, that was really funny. Yeah, really I'm sure it just sneaks up on patrons like that. And they do a little warning, actually. I think we heard it when we were walking in. They do a warning over yeah. the loudspeakers. It's basically like, hey, like, no, you know, uh, we're not holding back at 7 p.m. The monsters are unleashed and they're coming for anyone that's still here kind of thing. They yeah. do like a little warning. Like no one's safe past 7 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> fun times. Uh, we... Then made our way through. Is that when we went to terror through Terror Rising, the Dark Developments uh, scare zone? I can't remember. I think, yeah. Wait. Yeah, because the two haunts were next to each other. I think. So. I'm still trying so. to figure it out. Well, well either way. Yeah, it is. I think we went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. <laughs> Sorry, we're trying to get this really still thorough trying to, for I'm you still guys. trying to learn where we were. Like, <laughs> I wish I had a map. Because literally, if we had like a little tracking GPS of us, it would be like, beep, 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 yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> beep, 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 Yeah, and also, also warning, guys, um, if you haven't been here, we had almost no reception the whole time 
in this part. Yeah, so I was going to try to download the Six Flags app and I wasn't able to. So you kind of have to rely on your senses and sign reading abilities and <laughs> asking people and hoping they can tell you the right way. Yeah. It's like pre, pre-cell phone time. Yeah. And also going up to people in line and going, what line, what is this line for? And they're like, I don't know. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Halloween. I'm just in line. <laughs> it's, it looks spooky. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Good point. So, you know, maybe do a little planning ahead of time of what things are important for you to see so you can kind of gauge like where you need to be throughout the night. So we liked the, the terrorizing dark developments, uh, scare zone. It was all red, just like all red lighting and a ton of fog, like just a a ton of like, almost like a, like a not scary farm. And like when you're entering the green fog, there, kind of feeling where you're just like in fog. It was, it felt really, it was just exciting. It felt like really nice to be in this kind of uh, environment. Uh, la- you know, when we went last night, we just, I don't know. I really loved it. And the monsters were sassy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when we first saw the red, it was very, it, they did a really good job of portraying the vibe because it was like, okay, this is either demons or vampires. Yeah. And, it felt very and then dramatic. the sign had like the huge fangs on it. It was really, they had cool mm-hmm. signage in there. Um, yeah. And Ash, like some guy came up, like character came up to me and Ashley was like, oh, look, Sarah, it's your new boyfriend. And he was like, blah. And I was like, <laughs> so rude. So rude. <laughs> mean. It's okay. I'm married anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then he kept coming back to you. It's like, well, if you don't like Sarah, oh, yeah. go away. Go stare at somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we had a good time in there. I think we actually like lingered quite a while in the yeah. nightmares one and in Terror Rising, just kind of really taking it in, taking photos and videos, and watching other people get scared. So there's a really cool photo op in Terror Rising too, um, with like a big um, like is it tombstone? It says Fright Fest on it. Yeah, yeah. So we really liked that. So then uh, you continued towards we continued towards the front of the park. There's also the Voodoo Nights stage that we passed, or it's like over by the Voodoo Nights stage. There's two entrances to the area where the final, the other three mazes are. There's like a little backside entrance that's kind of by a shop, and then you could go through where Voodoo Nights is the at the Full Throttle Plaza, and they have like shows, bands, dancers. It's just like really lively entertainment there. So I don't know, Ashley, you liked the the cover band. They're, They're singing some Paramore. Singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Um, you know, it was, it's like a nice little break. And the, you know, the band that we saw playing was all halloween out and playing, you know, popular hits. Yeah, and, and like some pop punk. Yeah. Kind of fun. Lots of young people dancing, having a good time. Yeah, people were really enjoying it. So it was fun to see, like, they were really engaged with it. And it was, it was, <laughs> they were playing Britney Spears at one point, And there was like a lot of young girls like, ah! And you're like, oh, cool. Hello, fellow young, young people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, yeah, well, we were, we were saying they were playing a lot of music that, you know, Sarah and I are very familiar with. And there were lots of people much, much younger than us singing along. And we were like, oh, this is, this is cool. <laughs> oh, we're cool right now. Hello, hello, fellow young person that likes to sing music as us. So, oh, man. yeah, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> 
yeah, we had a good time watching that for a minute. We went over and there's three, the last three mazes, like I said, they're all right by each other. There's Condemned, Forever Damned, Red's Revenge, and Vault 666 Unlocked. And they're all really close to each other. And I feel like both years that we went, um, Vault 666 was pretty long line. So we kind of like did some other stuff and then came back to it, which worked again this year. So we started with Condemned, Forever Damned, which is a condemned building. Makes sense. And (laughs) I would say it was my favorite maze of the night. And it's, there's a, well, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to give it away without, unless Ashley wants to talk about it too. Well, I don't know. What well, the, uh, <laughs> I love, we, you get a walk through like, a, what is it called? Is it like, that's not a crawl space. It's like between, when you walk oh. between the walls. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know what it's It's called. like where the insulation would be in a house. It's like a decrepit, condemned house. And they, they, you can go, you can just walk through regularly down the hall, but the, the scare actors will kind of be like, hey, go in here. And, and you're like, Ashley was like, really wait are we allowed to like we were like are you sure are we supposed to and yeah they put her through one side and me through the other side and we're just like shuffling through and you can kind of see like little into the other the next room from the one i was in i was afraid someone was going to pop out at me well i was i was scared because there was like some little holes behind me so i was like i don't want anyone like i was like please don't attack me, but nobody came. So I was like, either they're like preoccupied doing other things or maybe I left out and I was back there. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to be scared going through a tiny space. I don't want to be. I don't like, need the extra added yeah. bells and whistles. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and now, I might be getting confused. Is that the one where they also had stuff shooting out at your ankles? Or was that Willoughby's resurrected? I, I can't remember. I don't, I don't know. But I do, okay, in one of the mazes we went through, they also had like the little um, air puffs with like pieces of string or what I don't know what they pieces of something that kind of tickled mm-hmm. your ankles when you went by. That was creepy. I think it might have been condemned condemned because there was rat sounds playing in that area. Oh, so like rats biting your feet. I think so. I might be getting it mixed up, but anyway, the scene was really memorable. <laughs> and there were cockroaches. Nah. Was that in that one? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting – we weren't allowed to <laughs> bring up the GoPro, so I like – huh? It was like the first scene of it. With the cockroaches? Yeah. Ashley loves cockroaches. That's yeah. her favorite thing, guys. She hates them. She hates them. And, yeah, so they had a really cool product projection on the table that looked like bugs were skittering all over it. Ashley's like, no, it wasn't cool. I didn't like it. But, yeah, um, Con- Condemned is just really fun and creepy. And also our friends that we were with, we're talking about an actual apartment that it kind of reminded them of. And we were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell us more. So yeah, it was, it was really fun. I, I think it just stands out to me as being one that is great set design, some clever, like clever places for you to navigate. And uh, it's one of the ones that's more immersive throughout where you don't kind of get taken back out of it. Uh, it feels like even like, you know, they have to have the exit and signs and they have to have the people directing traffic, but it felt like they weren't um, obstructing like the the theme. Does yeah. That makes sense. So. Um, I agree with you. I think that is my absolute favorite haunt of the night. I think that it has 
the best set design. I think it had the best scare actors and the most scare actors. I think it had the best like consistent theme throughout the night. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I think I was trying to talk around. Yeah, because some of the some of the haunts, it's like okay, this is the theme of the haunt, but then you get into the actual haunt, and it's like some of the haunt is that theme, but some of the haunts some other stuff, and it's like loosely tied together. But um, condemned is like a like a very strong theme throughout. And every room you go into is just like, like Sarah said, like the, the set design is so, so well done. It's just, um, in my opinion, it's, it's like by far the standout. I mean, here's the thing. Sewer of Souls is a standout too. When you, when you look at it as far as the way that the haunt is done, I just think it's gross, right? <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I was saying. Like, it's not yeah. our favorite, but it is a yeah. standout. Yeah. But as far as our favorite, like something that plays to our interests and like things that scare, like entertain us, was condemned. I'd rather be like spooked than than grossed out, you know. Yeah. So yeah, condemned. A plus. That's a, a fun plus. one. And I love yeah. the wall thing. The wall, like the wall thing's so fun. I've only been to one other one or two other haunts where they give you an option to do something cool like that and put you in a confined space mm -hmm. where it's not forced. Yeah. It's an option. And it's not, you're just sitting in a confined space. You're moving through. You have to maneuver space. through it. Yeah. And I think that is one of the coolest things and I love it so much. And I just, that, that like the points went up so much for me for that. I, just I know we both, we were like, no, oh no. And then we're like, yay, inside it. Like, oh no. And then on the end, we're like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> it was just so funny. I'm like having this whole conversation with this monster. I'm like, wait, for real? Can I can I go in there? Wait, am I no, supposed for real? to? Am I, I allowed to? Because we also, we're, it's because we like really respect the haunts in the industry. And I feel like we never want to mess something up or do it yeah. wrong. We want to follow the storyline. We don't want to break any props. We don't want to mess anything up because we respect it so yeah he, they were like go go in here and ashley's like are you oh wait really well he am i allowed just, to like he was, he was just staying in character so he's like he's like go in there lady go, go. <laughs> just go <laughs> but that was really funny and so i was like oh yeah i'm gonna follow ashley and i started to try to and he's like uh 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 uh, to like the <laughs> other one. I was like, oh, I have to go by myself. <laughs> but I am a lot braver about going through things by myself than I used Yay. to be. Good job, me. Good job, Sarah. Good job, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to be a giant baby. And I would run around and I do like T-Rex arms when I would get really scared. Like yeah. my arms just would go start going like this, like creeping up. And they just stay there. Yeah. And I could have, like, I'd try to put him down and I'd be like, uh. Sarah, Sarah would pace. And then, I yeah, would like, so as she would get anxious, her arms would just slowly, they would just start going up. <laughs> Pretty princess. Yay. So after that, we we went straight to Condemned. And I think we were, it's also because we were excited from the previous year. We knew we liked that one. And then we checked out Vault 666, like I said, and it was it was pretty long, even for the express or yeah. I don't know what's called the, the fright lane, fast pass lane, the speedy lane, whatever it is. 
it was a little it was a little long still. So we yeah. made our way across the way to Red's Revenge, which is one I remember liking from the previous year as well. Yeah, I remember liking that as well. And that one has another one that has a strong theme throughout. It's got some really big monsters. Um, I don't know, like the scary tree people. I'm not sure what they are exactly. I think they're scary tree people. Yeah. Red Riding Hood went through the forest. So scary, big scary tree people. There's a really epic scene. I will say this knocked off points for it for the evening for me. There's a huge scene where there's a voiceover from Red. And it's like a whole thing where she's, you're supposed to walk through this thing and she's like above you talking down. And we loved that scene in the previous year. And it was not there. <laughs> the scene was there, but Red wasn't there. And it was just the voiceover in the room and there were no scare actors in there. And we were kind of walking slow, like kind of like maybe someone will come out. And it was a bummer. And I, I know that these actors can't work the entire evening, right? I just would hope that in the future they get alternates for that scene because that was like the iconic scene of the maze. And I remember really liking it like last time. So, yeah. Or at the worst case, have like a, you know, a standing prop with a red cloak on. Oh, I need to go to the bathroom or take a break. The Throw them in there because it's a voiceover. So they don't have to do anything. Yeah. But to have nobody something, there. Something there. Because it's like you can tell it's a stage. Yeah. And there was nothing there. And you're just like, womp, womp. Who's, but, who's reading these lines to me? Yeah. Who's making this? God? Speech? Like. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Red's revenge. So to not have Red, it's kind of like. Okay. Did she get her revenge? We're not sure. Did she get eaten? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did she Did get her revenge? We're, we, don't, we couldn't tell you. Um, yeah. So that, that's that. So that made it not my favorite of the evening because of that little snafu. But it's still a fun maze. Still a good theme. And the line went really fast yeah. for us. And yeah, it was worth doing for sure. And then after that, we went through Vault 666 Unlocked, which is basically themed as like a black market selling, auctioning, all kinds of stuff, messed up stuff, black market what, stuff. What are they auctioning and where are they auctioning it? Mm. Like demon paintings and maybe body parts and yeah. ritualistic items. So yeah, it was it was fun. I liked the the intro scene. We kind of got I felt like we got hurried through it a little bit, but it's kind of like the part where you realize you're you're entering the back part of a shop. And I feel like we kind of obviously I guess we gravitate to like liking that stuff because we liked a similar kind of maze theme in Pandora's box at Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. So I guess make a maze like that, and we're probably gonna like it. I I will say the entrance scene. They had a character and it was staying so still. I wasn't sure if it was a prop. So I was just staring and then it did a thing and it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. I love the tunnel with the arms sticking out. It's so good. You just walk through this tunnel and it's just arms like sticking out, like reaching out at you. And some of them move and some of them don't. And it's kind of dark in there. And it makes me think of, well, you, you're a Labyrinth fan. 
It makes me think of the helping hands and the oh, labyrinth when they're like, yeah. me, 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 me. but they're like creepy at first. Cause that scene was the scariest scene in the labyrinth to me when I was little Ooh, before I, I like, I feel like I, I stumbled upon it and yeah. I was like, what is this? And I was terrified. And then when I watched the labyrinth later, I was like, oh, okay, cool. They're, they're like cool in the long run. Got Ooh, it. Helping hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of reminds me of that, like all these hands grabbing at you and you have to make your way through it to get to the next room. Yeah, that scene, and I believe it's the scene, it's a scene after that, but close after with all of the cloaked um, figures is another yes. great scene. That was really fun. And I, okay, the worst part of that room with all the cloaked figures is there were some little tiny ones and they were like hip size yeah. and looked like scary children. And I was just waiting for one of them to be real too. No, but they didn't. <laughs> I just psyched myself out. Uh, that one was really fun. I, I, uh, someone we were with wasn't sure too sure about the theme, but I feel like part of that is lost on like if you miss that first scene and you don't get to really take it in and you haven't read the description, it does seem like a mishmash. But we knew it from the previous year and having you know read the description again, and so I think I think it makes sense overall. But it is kind of like a mishmash. It's kind of like you're going through their dark and twisted warehouse of messed up stuff. So yeah. you could kind of put anything in there and it works. Yeah. And I felt like that one was good. Uh, you know, I f forgot to bring it up earlier, but I think a lot of these overall, like the sound effects felt better than the previous year to us. Yeah. And they, I mean, like I think it's fine overall. Also add, and I know, I know that you and me and um, one of the people we were with were talking about environmentally, like we were waiting in line for the bathroom and they were, playing some spooky sounds and we were like, Oh, maybe they're trying. They we think that they didn't have this last year. It looks like they're trying to up the environmental. Yeah. That overall vibe, vibe of the event, aside from just the scare zones shows and the mazes, they kind of, yeah, they added like a little bit of a, of a immersive element with the sound design this year that we, we appreciated and more of that. Yay. Yeah. Keep doing Good that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's our overall maze overview. Um, like we said, Condemned, I think, was our standout maze for the evening. And standout gross maze was Sewer of Souls. Standout gross maze. Yeah. But there's <laughs> none of these mazes that I would say to skip. Uh, and also there's only six mazes at this and you can, you can pretty much hit them all. I know aftermath seems far away, but if you were to make that one earlier in the evening, like we had said, I think it's still worth going to just because the sets are so big. Yeah. 100%. So there were two new scare zones this year, which we talked about. It was dead zone and terrorizing dark developments. And then, yeah, we talked about our favorite scare zone, which was nightmares, a uh, twisted fantasy. We, yeah, and there's there are, still a handful of others too. Oh, scare zones. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's also um. Let's see. There's also Witch's Lair, Territory Twisted, City Under Siege, Exile Hill, and Demon Store. There's a lot of scare zones, and there's like a lot of different zone. themes. So that's cool. And like we said, like the location is so big, it's nice that they're spreading out the the fright fest elements a hundred percent and then we you know we didn't talk about the other entertainment too um you know in addition to all the stuff we mentioned they also have um you know they have a 
we, we didn't see this, right? But they have a Sliders of the Night show, which if you don't know what Sliders are, um, they're the people that, you know, I, I'm going to explain this wrong, the Sarah. Stunts. Maybe you should explain what a slider is. Um, they're like stunt scare actors that, that slide. Yeah. They'll do they, tricks and slide. And sometimes they'll make sparks with their – they slide on like metal pieces on their knee pads and their hands sometimes and on their toes. And it's really like a – become like it keeps taking it's like I feel like it's really taking off as like a scare actor role and it's yeah. really requires some athleticism and training <laughs> I've been seeing like skill training camps popping up and yeah, yeah a whole thing or we saw that whole booth um at awaken the spirits that was like slider gear you know yeah. like it's a big it's a thing so yeah anyway so yeah, so anyway, we have a show um, an hour before the park closes of a slider competition. So that's something to see if you're still in the park. Um, they also have, obviously, the stage that we mentioned. When we were there, we saw a cover band. But they also have DJs. They have dancers, depending on what's going on. A number of the rides are open. And they do um, lights off rides for those. And then they had two new options. Wait, Ashley, really fast. How, how much do you love roller coasters? Okay, Sarah will tell you I am a baby and I'm so scared of roller coasters. Like, I maybe will go on a kid's roller coaster, maybe. I um, tried to convince her to go on the Hagrid's like roller coaster hippogriff thing at Universal and she tried to bargain her way out of it. Well, she did. We ended up not going on it. And I was like, Ashley, it's like a, I was like, Ashley, see that little hump right there? That's as high as it gets. <laughs> anyway, so we don't go for the rides when we go to Universal and, um, you know, like Six Flags and stuff. I offered uh, to be in the line with you, though. I know you do. I do. No, I know I you do. do. But I'm saying we don't even – yeah, we do We do all the haunts and all the other kind of stuff for the night. But there's a lot of cool perks even for people that are there for the, the rides is doing some of these things like uh, X2 or, I don't know, I've done um, Twisted Colossus before yeah. with another friend, not with Ashley, uh, and Goliath. And doing them with the lights off. It's kind of crazy. It's like definitely different than what you would have experienced um, attending the park on another day. So, Yeah, there's so much to do. And then even new for this year, they also have a mentalist show, um, which is amazing. And they also have a show that has someone doing crossbows and fire juggling. So that's called Grave Games and Dark Minds. So the crossbows and then the mentalist is called Dark Minds. So when you go, there's a zillion things you can do. It's one of those things where there's like something for everyone. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a lot of different types of, there's thrill rides, there's shows, there's haunts, there's uh, the scare zones. If you're too scared to go in the haunts and you don't have to buy a ticket for the mazes. If you're not going to go to the mazes, you could still come to six flags and enjoy fright fest by the scare zones and the shows. So there's a lot to, there's a lot to see and a lot to do. And we're pretty proud of the way we did it by making our way down. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can get a caramel apple on your way out, which are really popular there and really, really yummy. I yeah, didn't eat I mine had, yet, but I know they're good. I, I ate mine ate. last night and it was amazing. Yes. So get a caramel apple <laughs> while you're there. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of our overview of our very in-depth overview of Six Flags Magic Mountains Fright Fest for 2021. Yay. Yeah, Good job, so us. 
let us know what tips were helpful. Um, let us know if you have questions. And if you go, let us know, like. Let us know if you, know. you wore your Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now we actually have uh, another event we'll be talking about from the gruesome twosome, James and James, which is James H. Carter II and James Dillman, also known as Lady James. They are going to be talking about Stream and Scream Orlando, which last year was a drive-through haunt, um, and it moved locations this year, but it's still a drive-through. So that's cool, and that's a really great um, option for people that aren't necessarily ready to go out in bigger crowds at some of the theme parks in the area. They can check out Stream and Scream in Orlando. So take it away, James and James. Hey, it's your pal, James H. Carter II, and I'm here once again with Lady James. Hello! And we're back on the Stay Haunted podcast to talk about what's going on in Central Florida this haunt season. Lady James, you have another uh, review for us, another recap. East Coast, represent. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. I'm going to start every night like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this time we're reviewing Scream and Stream Part 2, The Revenge. <laughs> I should have called it that. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it's so cool. Um, yeah, well, before we get into what happened this year, I think it's worth talking about uh, last year's event. It was their first event. Is it? Is it worth talking about? <laughs> wow, already throwing the shade. <laughs> I mean, if you deserve it, I'm going to throw it. <laughs> well, uh, why don't you try, to, for people that are unaware, uh, talk about uh, what last year's event was and where it was and all that kind of stuff. So last year's event was a mess. Um, I will say that first and foremost, in my review reflected that, and I'm honest. Um the uh, event took place at Boggy Creek, which is exactly like it name says. It's in a very swampy area of Florida, um, based on an area where they do airboat rides through the swamp of Florida. And um, partnered that with um, lots of cars coming through a um, not um, usually driven area and the rains of Florida that happen in the afternoons every day. So it was a little, muddy, a little muddy driving is what you're saying. It was, it was a very muddy mess. Um, which as a, a person who actually has a heart, don't tell, um, I felt for the cast, you know, they were out in the woods, literally in this muddy, rainy, gross weather. Um, the storyline was, um, very typical horror story. The kids are out having a good time. Um, something goes horribly wrong. Uh, they get separated from each other and they get turned into killers or they get killed. And one girl's trying to find her, her boyfriend. And it was, it was cute. Actually, that part of it, I, I did enjoy, but the, um, the ride through was difficult for the cars. Um, the sound wasn't the best. And then I have a problem and I'll say that again this year, um, being a theme park person to, who kind of looks at things as you should always, um, uh, retain the magic, I guess is what you say. Uh, you don't give away stuff before it happens and you don't show the backside and the behind the scenes. You know what I mean? So that was a problem I had last year was that you could see people getting ready to scare. You could see the ending before you actually got to where you were supposed to see the ending. 
Okay. Um, so those those little things. And and I know I'm a snob and I get it. But, you know, if, if that makes somebody pay attention for the next time, then I'll put that out there. And they did. So I'll give them that. Cool, cool. Uh, I guess the only devil's advocate I'll say about uh, it uh, last year, I, I didn't experience it firsthand, but it seems that these events, this that the drive through Han events were thrown together uh, in a very short amount of time to have something for us to do. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate um, that there were offerings last year. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. And I totally do appreciate the offer. Again, I'm a snob. So I might have been approaching it as more of what I might see, like you said, in somebody who's a professional who put this up all the time. Right. And it was their first year. So give them that. I am very excited with the growth that happened and what they came in with this year. Awesome. Well, um, let's uh, this year they changed the theme. It's and then they and it included an interactive element to it where you uh, it's a laser tag gun situation or whatever yes. you call this. Um, and it was clowns versus zombies. <laughs> um, and it was moved. I'm just getting the bullet points before we get to the. To the I was I was just play. bagging over the c word because I, I, I don't I don't get well with those guys. As we'll hear, uh, sure. Um, uh, and it was moved from the, the swamps uh, out of near nowhere uh, to uh, about 15 minutes out of Orlando. So that already put a uh, smile on your face, probably right off. The yeah, there. actually, made it a lot more convenient to get to, and for my friends to come join me and be a part of it as well. Very cool. Um, so, with that being said. Uh, you, sh you shot a little, uh, some, some footage there and we'll share it just to give a little taste of what it was like being in the car, experiencing this year's event. Yeah. About to do Scream and Stream and it's zombies versus clowns. And I will admit right now, I hate clowns. We'll see how it goes. And if I survive. a few times <laughs> uh, the video itself that you said it actually cut off it was it itself edited itself to be creepy yeah. appropriate <laughs> i didn't have to edit it out <laughs> yeah so the video gives you an idea of um of how it came at you basically um so let's back up to the beginning um yeah. when you it's at it's based at oviedo mall which is like you said about 15 minutes outside of orlando and it's oviedo it's not oviedo as a lot of people say that that aren't here in in florida um and it's a mall that has seen better days there's a lot of stores that are out of um out of business now but what they've done is brought in a lot of entertainment um offerings and theater for kids and adults, it's anchored by a movie theater that's that's open again, which is nice. And Scream and Stream is now located in the parking lot um, of one of the sides of the mall. There is a location inside the mall where you can buy tickets. And I think it's also where the cast um, has like their break room and their check-in. Um, but 
the cool thing about this year too is you um, pre-purchase your tickets online for a specific time. And when you arrive, um, you are given a text to come back at your time to get in line. Um, so when you oh. check in, uh, you know, that gives you time to wander around the mall. Like I said, um, in the review, there's some places open that are offering specials. Um, Calliope street is doing zombie juice, um, adult beverages, which is kind of fun. Um, duckies, the vintage store is, um, staying open later for people to come and peruse their wares, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can make a night out of it. Sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. There's Oviedo brewing there. There's a couple of restaurants there that are really great. Um, district eat and play is there as well, which is like an entertainment place that has like video games and bowling and ax throwing and food in a bar. And, um, so it can be a whole night for people uh, if they want to come out and have dinner and then do the experience and then go, you know, play or go shop or whatever. Um, so they're the moving it helped it exponentially. Plus it's in a parking lot. So you don't have to worry about that swampiness um, so much. <laughs> I mean, Florida, you're always going to have some swamp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the only drawback for it being in the parking lot, which was the same as, as last year is the rain. Um, the rain she comes that's just a car and, issue right i mean you're not gonna be able to well it's not only the, it's not only a car issue it's also the issue of other their technical elements there is a lot um of tv screens there's oh. a lot of electricity that happens out there there's a lot of lighting um there's a lot of sound effects and speakers my dog is bouncing the bed um <laughs> so yeah if it starts to rain there there could possibly be rain delays um but once you get your text text to come in to the line, you, uh, you know, get your crowd in the car. And, um, I will say it could still be a little while before you go through the experience. So I gave yeah. the note to definitely use the bathroom beforehand. <laughs> oh, so it's, make it's, sure. Yep. Before you get sure. that text, uh, yeah, don't yeah. think you're going right in. When you, yeah. <laughs> when you get the text, don't think you're going right through. Yeah. You're going to have a little bit of a wait, especially if there's any kind of rain delay, technical delay, whatever, but just be prepared for that and have a good amount of gas. You know, you don't want to roll in there with a quarter tank thinking you're safe just to be safe. Um, so once you check in and you get into the line, there's several different stops before you actually get into the action of everything. They, um, check the driver's license and proof of insurance, which I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, they also check to make sure all your windows are down so everybody can, you know, be a part of the experience, whoever's riding with you. The regular admission gets you two of the laser guns and you can upgrade and add more to your experience. And then they're also the VIP gets you, uh, I believe six guns. If you have a lot of people with you, this is priced per car. So okay. the more people with you, the better the deal is. Um, if it's just the two of you, it might be a little steep, but you know, it depends on how you roll. Um, <laughs> and after you are checked in with your driver's license and, um, your insurance, you roll through to like their security briefing on how to um, proceed slowly. Obviously the red lights mean stop. The green lights mean go. Um, you have to roll through it like three miles an hour to be safe. And there are some times where they're like waving you through, you know, in the panic of like what's happening in the moment. Mm. And you're, you're going to be tempted to be like, floor it. Yeah. But of course you have to be very safe and very slow. And there yeah. usually will be a car in front of you as well. And each section is, um, separated by like the hanging uh duvetine drapes like a car wash you would go through there's a picture i think you had uh, um so you'll roll through that that, yep. that stuff there there you, you go. go yeah you'll roll through that to keep the scenes um contained from one car to another and um the only thing i i was a little 
nervous about before we got started was they do this. It's, you know, I get it. It's part of the thing. They do a decon decontamination of your car, but your windows are down and then they blast uh, fog at you. And then somebody on one side is blowing an air gun in the driver's face. That's Probably pleasant. not the best. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> you know, and if somebody freaks out on that and your foot comes off the brake, might not be a yeah. good idea. Might yeah, might want to not have do that. Might want to do that passenger side, <laughs> or not yeah, do yeah. it at all. Air yeah, horns in close yeah. proximity are never a good time for. I anybody. mean, it wasn't air horn. It was it was air like uh, you fill up a tire kind of a thing. Oh, oh, I thought it was one of those sports. No, gosh, no. <laughs> if it was an air gun, they wouldn't have gotten it back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm that, that sounds like a bad time. <laughs> no, 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 air hose. I'm sorry, I shouldn't. Okay. I hope it didn't speak. Um, so that was just kind of concerning because it's a safety thing. Uh, but after that, you know, we, we kind of roll through the storyline of the clowns versus zombies, which um, I'm not sure how that came through, but it's set up as you're going into a militarized zone and uh, a doctor who has been working on a something or other as a demo. Um, now it has been taken over and they've been activated and she has to get you to help her with the kill switch. Um, and then there is a monster, which is titled the BFM. Big furry monster, maybe? Furry. Yeah, furry. furry. Uh, big frickin'. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's, I actually think it means something else. But I, in, in the chaos of it, it didn't translate. Um, but it is a BFM, and you're given a tech box, and it's lit up, and you hear radio chatter in it. Um, it's called an EMU, and you have to get that to from the station you get it at, which is five, and you have to get it to the end and hand it off for the BFM to be uh, uh, kill switched. I guess it is, you know, switched off. Um, so, you know, a doctor tells you that she's been doing experiments on something and, oh, no, something's gone terribly wrong and we need you to help, you know, just these civilians driving along in a car. Um, so they give you the laser guns, which is really fun part of it. Now, the driver does not get a gun. The driver is not allowed to have a gun. Um, the driver, yeah, obviously makes sense. Driver's not allowed to videotape or, or photograph either. So in our car, we had three people. So I had my photographer, camera person in the back and my, my girlfriend, Shirandi right there. She's, uh, my spooky cutie and she had both guns. <laughs> so she was Laura Croft in it. <laughs> it was, uh, it was pretty fun. She was, she was in the, uh, in, in the zone for sure. And you were um, driving? Yes, I was driving. Uh, cause I am not a clown person. So I was keeping my eyes straight ahead, even though they were coming for me. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> as you start off, you find out, um, that the zombies and clowns have, um, activated and they're coming for you. Um, and they come at you from all sides of the car and there's over 50 different scare actors through the experience cool. and they come from both sides. Um, there's some pre-recorded things that an actor will trigger to hear that you can hear for the storyline. Um, and then some, uh, you know, just scream and, and shake cans and, you know, the typical Halloween stuff to scare you. Somebody will be over here on this side and they'll come at you. And then the other side will come up from behind you and get you. So they, they worked really well with each other. The targets that the um, zombies and clowns have at the beginning I will say it's a little difficult to shoot sometimes because when they move, it's literally just around their neck on like a strap. So if, if they're moving in like their characterization or their costume gets in the way, you can't hit it. Um, you know, so that's just a little thing. And when they do get hit, they, it lights up 
and they react and, and stagger back. So it, that was a lot of fun. And, and uh, that's we need some kind scary. of satisfying like action to know that you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, aha, I got you. <laughs> um, there is not any kind of scorekeeping like involved. So you know you gotta you gotta keep count of your kills. Um, <laughs> but once you're halfway through, there's a um, a turn and you go through, I guess, like a clown alley, I, and you meet. Um, some of the characters and you saw one in the video, she was popping our tires. Yeah. <laughs> and of course that's not really happening, but it, it's enough to make you go, go away from me. I don't Especially like for you. you. I mean, yeah. I'm sure the yeah. whole clown alley was your favorite part. Of the experience. I told you dead ahead. That's why I was driving. <laughs> I was focusing ahead. Um, but through that alley, you don't use your gun. I guess it's a, it was a, a clown safe zone. I don't know. Um, but there's, yeah. every yeah. town needs a clown safe zone. They uh, they had signs up that said "Don't shoot these clowns" or or you know whatever. So you're they didn't have targets on them for that part of it. Um, at the end of that ride through, you meet a military person, and throughout the whole experience, there will be people who are on your side, is what they say, and they have a red bandana tied around their uh, upper arm, and they're in military clothes. And they're there to get you through to deliver your um, EMU to take out the BFM. If you got all ALL acronyms. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Keep up with it. Keep up with it. Um, so at that station, he something happened with your EMU and he has to reactivate it. So he has a card that he swipes over it and it turns red and it glows because originally it was green. Okay. So from there, you continue on and, oh, no, the zombies and clowns have... Um, joined together and have become zombie clowns. <laughs> oh, we, uh, we saw this coming, didn't we? <laughs> we knew this was going to happen. No, no. So now we have zombie clowns, exactly. <laughs> and they are coming after you because they want that EMU because the BFM is their leader. <laughs> you getting all this? Yeah. yeah. I got it. <laughs> uh, so I don't know where the zombie versus clowns thing happened, but now it's zombie clowns or clown zombies. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. There was there was an alliance from the beginning. We were we've been duped. We just weren't aware of it. Yeah, something's funny here. Hmm. <laughs> I know, right? So uh, as you go towards the end, a little bit closer, um, uh, there's somebody there to um, take your your e EMU and flip the kill switch to you know take out the BFM. Now the BFM, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. Okay, but yeah, um, no spoilers. There, it's a spoiler free show. But. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. There is a, a a a scene that you roll into and the BFM comes to attack your car. And it's 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 done in a very cheeky way and it's very um, you know, old school Hollywood prop kind of look. Yeah. But this is where I had a problem with the being able to see behind the scenes before you got there, because the track that you start on is right across from the track where the BFM comes to attack your car. And you see all those actors standing there waiting to do it. And you oh. see what they're doing. So, um, you know, hopefully you're paying attention to what's happening around you and not what's, you know, just past you. I honestly don't know how they could mask it better. But it's one of those things that kind of made me go, oh, man. <laughs> Especially because you see it seemingly that they improved not showing, uh, you know, behind the scenes up until that point. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, there was no um, break of the fourth wall up until mm. then. Um, so that was just kind of like the okay, and then 
one of the spots where there should have been somebody you could, it was blatantly, obviously somebody wasn't there because there was a big gaping hole. Anyway, mm. I digress. Once again, I'm a snob. Well, I know well, this. That's bad timing for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so after the uh, pretty cool ending where you get to do a couple of really cool final kills, um, you know, they take your guns back from you unfortunately. Um, <laughs> and there is a, a young lady at the end who was cleaning all of them as she got them back. So that's nice to know that they are being disinfected. Um, the they, cast... they, they, they did that in front of you, which is even better. because Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the cast uh, are not wearing masks per se, but they are distanced from your car. Anybody who did mm. excuse me, approach the car was wearing a Halloween mask. So anybody who got closer to the car, mm. you know, was definitely covered. Um, I think you have a couple more pictures where the ones who were further away from the car weren't. Um, but it didn't add or subtract, obviously, from the enjoyment. And yeah. you can wear a mask in your car. It's up to you. Um, you know, you're given the opportunity to to do whichever you feel comfortable with. And then um, after you turn in your guns, you know, it's like, a, have a nice day. Thanks for strolling through. That's it. <laughs> yeah, there is some merchandise to purchase. I did see some... Um, T-shirts available that just had the logo, and they were twenty-seven. Um, and I'm not sure if there's more available on the website, but you know, some things you can peruse through. Um, um, well, before we actually, before we leave the experience, yeah. one thing that I'm not clear about, uh, and this might not be, is how was the sound actually hmm. distributed? Was it in the car? Was it coming in? Was it a combination? Thank you for of that. Both? <laughs> yeah, actually, it was a combination of both. At the beginning, I remembered last year they had a radio station, so I asked this time as we got started is there a radio station that we need to listen to to um be a part of this and the first person i asked had didn't wasn't very sure about it and didn't really have a clear um uh station to turn to so we kind of played with it in the 90s you know there's usually a, a station um and it ended up being able to bring in some um, ambiance music and then there was a couple of like fake announcements and there's something that tells you oh this is a halloween experience you know don't freak out in case somebody else from outside of it picks it up. Um, right. But, no um, more of the when, world's happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but once you get into the experience, everything comes from speakers that are in each stop. And they're very clear. And it was very easy to hear everything. And um, any kind of recording was done really well. There are massive TV screens in a couple stops where the doctor will come in and talk to you. Um, you know, you need to help right now. Um, so, yeah, they're there was no problem this year last year it was a little difficult so they've stepped that up for sure so it is imperative then do you have to have the windows down because there's audio things you need to experience <laughs> yes and if you shoot the you know if you're using the guns you you probably won't be able to hit your target if you're not able to like extend a bit outside the window okay um, and i'm not sure if the glass will interact with the the you know the yeah. targets so yeah i would definitely have the windows down and it's about 20 to 25 minutes of an experience, depending on, you know, how fast they're rolling people through. Um, I will say you um, don't go in the line right away. When you get there, it's going to be a little bit of a wait. So with the virtual queue, it is going to help, but don't expect to be like, oh, I'm going to drive in at my time and I'm going to be the first one to go. It's not going to happen that way, especially when it gets mm -hmm. closer to uh, Halloween and it gets more busy. And that's also when the prices go up. So keep in, uh, keep, aware of that that's like it probably every haunt right <laughs> sure, everyone does that yeah. and um also they said that it's a it's a 
intended for, you know, like a PG-13 experience, I would say. Um, but you know your kids better, and some people have younger kids that are all in for the spooky stuff, and some people have older kids that don't even want to watch a horror movie. So, you yeah, know, you know your kids. the best yeah. judgment. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And this is uh, Patrick Brayler, the creative director, said, you know, they did this for a couple of reasons. For one, it's a safe haunt that we can do still in the time when we're dealing with COVID. Um, two, it's multi-generational. So parents can come with their kids, mm. um, you know, dates can come, um, older folks can come with their grandkids if you want to have a night out with the grandkids. Mm -hmm. um, and then also it's um, accessible for everyone. So we don't yeah. have to worry about, you know, um, mobility issues or anything along those lines. It's really just confined to whatever vehicle you have. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. Really hits all those marks. And one interesting thing to point out, uh, I think we mentioned it on the main show, um, but not speaking with you about it, um, or doing our preview episode for the season, is uh, last year there was a handful of uh, drive through haunts that popped up uh, in SoCal as well as Central Florida. And Yeah, you guys have the car wash, right? We had the car wash, which was really, that was a great experience. That was like my favorite, one of the favorite things I did. But but that's the only one drive-through haunt experience that's returning to Southern California. Well, oh. it's interesting that in, uh, you know, Central Florida, the the ones from last year are continuing on and on their own path. So. Um, yeah, we got the haunted road coming up. And I think it's interesting that we're keeping this experience for people because, again, those three things I mentioned, accessibility, multi-generational, and keeping safe for COVID. Now, with Florida being one of the epicenters, thanks so much, folks. Um, yeah. It's, sure. it's, yeah, and there's That's still- That's probably one of the reasons. People. That's probably it, one of the reasons to keep in the drive and stuff. That's going. exactly a reason. And then, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, with the theme parks being as crowded as they get, you know, I was there for opening weekend of Horror Nights, and I'll be continuing to go throughout the month of um, September to do more reviews on stuff. Um, it's, it is not empty. I'll say that it is very well mm -hmm. attended. The lines are very long for the houses. Um, you know, we've already been seeing 70 and 95 minute waits on sometimes, and that's not even in October yet. Wow. Yeah. It does October. You're going to three hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. That's why I go in, in September. Let all of you folks do that. Um, you get two houses done in one night. You're like, yeah. <laughs> we got a couple surprises a couple of times where we went into a line where we're like, okay, it's 75 minutes. All right, we'll wait. And it really was only like 20. So sometimes oh. it happens that way. Um, not every time because we did wait for um, house on, uh, what is it? Hill house. Yeah. Haunting yeah. of Hill house. Yeah. Haunting of Hill house. That was definitely a 75 minute wait. It's, it's a brilliant house. Um, but 75 minute wait, it definitely was. That's a long wait. <laughs> Yeah, on concrete so. yeah um but i'll have some more stuff up for you guys to to look over i have some food reviews um definitely want to go in depth more about the houses and the two shows that are being offered and then we'll continue on with more stuff coming up through the month yeah yeah and also uh we have your uh more in-depth review of this event right now on the website for people to check out and more yeah. and some of the for the podcast listeners uh you can see the photos we were talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well thanks for checking in with us lady james thank you sir all right till next time sayonara okay that sounds like it was a lot of fun uh, just the concept. I don't know. I, I get that maybe the, the zombies and clowns are like a little 
odd, but just being able to do something like that in your car and just, I just heard a lot of, you know, it sounds like they, I, I, well, I watched a video clip aside from this and it sounds like there was a lot of giggles. So yay. <laughs> glad you guys had fun. So upcoming on Stay Haunted, we will be visiting Not Scary Farm. Kayla and James from Creepy Kingdom already visited. They went to the opening night media event. And then Ashley and I are going to be heading there soon. So we'll be talking about that. And I'm really excited to see the new maze, which is called Mesmer, Sideshow of the Mind. We heard we were talking to some friends last night that went to that. We haven't been to it yet. And they said it was amazing. Like, really, really great. Awesome theme. They didn't give any spoilers, which is perfect. So, we don't know. We'll see. But I know. And James and Kayla aren't giving us spoilers either. So, we appreciate that. <laughs> I, can't wait. I know. I can't wait. I'm so excited to get back into the fog there. And then we are also going to be going to Creep LA. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, yeah. If you guys know us, you know that is one of our very favorite events put on by JFI Productions. And we've been going since the first year. We love it. Tickets are almost sold out already. So if you are planning on going, I mean, yeah. get your tickets. Get your tickets yesterday. Uh, this is going to be taking place at the Ghost Light in Los Angeles which is the three of clubs. Like they're basically have taken it over and made it into like a cool immersive space. And it's going to be groups of six. So it's really going to be an intimate event. Um, I think it's about, I think those slots are 45 minutes. So I'm assuming that's the show somewhere in around that time. Uh, we're really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be great. I mean, I hope it's, it's going to be great. great. Either, either I, way, we've never been to a creep thing. That's not like a great time. Yeah. We have years that are our favorites over others, but we've never come out like, oh, I wish I hadn't gone to that. Or like, I'm disappointed. We always have a good time. Yeah, which and is the themes I... are like all over the place, which is great. Like, cause you don't really know what to expect. Yeah. And we've been seeing some of the social media posts that are like, it's like a town and you can't leave and you've been drawn here. And I'm just like, ooh, it's spooky. I love it. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. I think that's about it for right now. I hope you guys enjoyed our tips and review. Thanks for joining us. Uh, please like, subscribe, and share. And if you really like what we're doing, you could always leave a review. And make sure you're following the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network for more episodes of Stay Haunted. Also, also... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear more about what Ashley and I are doing with the Haunt List in the Southern California area, you can follow us um, at the Haunt List, really simple, or head to our website, thehauntlist.com. So, Ashley, I'll let you say it this time, our outro. Stay haunted. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. This podcast has been a production of the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. Executive produced by James H. Carter II and Ryan Grulick. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. 
Until next time, this is Hannah reminding you to keep it creepy. Ha, 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 ha.